And now for the politically incorrect radio podcast host you've grown to know to love, Andrew Andy Schechter with EA Truth Radio and Eternal Affairs Media. Thank you for tuning in and helping to keep the truth online. Good evening and welcome to Politically Incorrect with your host for tonight, Andrew Schechter, for the 13th of April, 2023. Brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com, also known as EA Truth Media. Your host tonight is myself, Andrew Schechter, author of Dark Water Game Over and two-time delegate for Donald Trump to the Republican National Convention. Should you feel led to plant a financial seed in our media ministry, please visit donate.eamedia.online or visit store.eamedia.online. Please help keep the truth online. Pause for prayer. Prayer this evening is for my sister Nina. For those who don't know, she passed away this morning. Um, Very sad. We'll miss her very dearly. So the prayer today is for my sister. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, we pray for all those in need, but especially for those who have left and are headed to your great glory in heaven, and particularly for my sister, Nina, who made her trip this morning at 4.44 a.m. Please guide her safely into your glorious, loving arms, that she may be by your side for eternity. Please let her know that we all love her and have her when the great turnover comes, the great revelation comes, she'll come and rise with the rest of us. I pray that I meet her when it's my turn to go and stay by her side until we come back to life as a resurrection and the great glory of your great creation. Oh, Heavenly Father, we pray this in your name. Amen. Uh, donors for our show tonight, one-time donors, Andy, Dave, Marcy, Bedlam, Crystal, Lisa, Stephen, Rudy, Truth Premium subscribers, Linda, David, Bruce, Charlotte, Gary, H. Sweeney, Jeff, patrons, Alicia, and Dan. So we've got a nice crew coming in now. Thank you so much for coming aboard and keeping me company. It's a hard time for me tonight. Uh, my best friend, my 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 sister, person i'm going to tell some stories about my sister because these things all relate to the path of god and the glory of god and the whole show tonight the whole show tonight is what is god and who are we it's dedicated to my sister nina we had a long some long topics i had uh, uh, long discussions rather including one right before she passed away in late December when she was very sick before she ended up in a hospital. We had a really great uh, discussion. Thanks, Joanne. But a really great discussion. But we've talked quite a bit about what's reality, who are we, where are we headed. And then I thought, I thought of how, how this all fits into this situation we have today. You know, there's so much hatred in this world. There's so much me, me, me. There's so much it's got to be my way. It's got to be done now. We forget that we're not on this world 
on this earth for a very long time. Earth is not our home. It's God's heaven. It's our home. And if we see the reality of, of what of who we are, I think we have find a lot more comfort in our lives. I'm going to tell you some interesting stories first, since we've got a nice crew here right now. Talking about God and the miracles of God and and uh, what it's all about, whatever you believe in. Now, some people say that you've got to be a Christian to be a great to be a great believer in God, and it's just not the case. See, God, God is God, and Christianity is the is the is the Savior of Jesus. And and if if you believe properly in in the in what the Bible says, basically, even rather regardless of how you believe in it or whether you go to a church every day. You're going to end up in heaven because, and you're going to end up next to God because that's it's creation is not something that was made out of dirt. We weren't made out of dirt, and the universe wasn't made out of a great big bang. I guarantee you that. And we don't die, thank you, Marilyn. We don't die and disappear and vanish. But ni neither do I believe that we resurrect exactly as we are. And I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes because I've had some experiences and I'm going to relate them. You can do with them what you like, but since this is politically incorrect, I'm going to be politically incorrect tonight. How's that sound? But I'm going to tell you exactly what I, what I remember as a child. And, um, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go with that because that's, there's a lot of good stuff here. So first I'm going to tell you some great miracles of God, of God, for those who don't believe or who, who might not believe, or who might want to, some confirmation of, of this. Um, last week before Easter, I uh, had some serious leg pains in my left leg. And it got worse as the week went on, as the week progressed. Until Thursday, I could not walk at all. I literally had to use a crutch to walk around the house. I actually took the time to call, call a physician, discuss the whole thing, the whole issue, exactly as i was feeling and he said you know what he says it sounds like you you, you somehow cracked your hip he said it's not going to heal by itself there's no way he says you really need to get to the hospital well, this is going on and it was now friday it was good friday and i wasn't going to go on a friday on good friday in particular and so well can it wait till after easter he's like sure but you know just take it easy and and you know try try to use the, the cane or the crutch or something to get around in the in the house with I really thought I was going to end up in the hospital and, and be seriously sick for a long time, with a long recuperation period, and didn't go away. So I said, "Well, you know, I'm going to I'm going to say some serious prayers here." This was on Good Friday, you have to remember, folks. And I prayed like no one's ever prayed before. I prayed to Jesus. I prayed to God. I prayed to I prayed to anything I could think of. I'm telling you. And I said, "You know what? I'm here spreading your word." And I'm and. I did my podcast on Thursday in pain. I said, I don't give up. I don't give up for you, God. Don't give up on me. I said, help me out here. And I prayed like crazy. And I went to bed that night. And I thought about my sister. And I prayed. I said, look, I said, if I have to suffer this great pain and my sister, that my sister can live or that my sister can be by your side, then so be it. But, you know, whatever you need, Lord, you know. I'll keep pray. I'll keep preaching your word, and I'll, I'll keep praising you. And and I went to bed that night, and I thought of my sister. I thought of, I thought of uh, to, you know God and and all the all the religious practice I've had, and some of the stories of the uh, I, Genesis is my favorite book. So I, a lot of Genesis stories, and drifted off to sleep. 
Now I woke up in the morning while my, my wife got up first. She she got out and usually, usually I'm up first, but I, I, I went to bed very late cause I was in serious pain. So she got up Saturday morning and I looked over and she knew how serious I was in pain. And before she could ask how I was doing, I stepped out of the bed and I started headed towards the bathroom. She says, Hey, what's up? What, what about your leg? What's with your leg? I was so I was half asleep still. I suddenly shook my head and shook the cobwebs out. And I'm like, holy crap. There was no pain. No pain whatsoever, folks. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, you got to believe it, it, it's there for you. You can heal yourself. And if you can't be healed, I mean, no, no one lives forever. Like I told my sister. We had a long talk back in December about God. She was not a great religious fanatic, didn't go to, not a church goer. And I told her, you know, and I, I had my parting way because she knew she was, she was sure she was going to die at, at that point. I said, you know, have faith and, you know, perhaps, you know, things will, will, will look up, you pray. I said, but to understand that, it's it's not wrong to die because everybody dies. If it's your time, you're not going to stop it. But you you have to try like like heck that you don't die. And we had a we had we had a a, very, a, a long tear jerking session, and I actually got her to believe that. I wanted to make sure that when she did pass, that you know God would take her in her arms. She has so many people that loved her that I guarantee you she'd go there anyway because they're all praying for her. But some of the stories we talked about, I'm going to tell you a story about my beliefs. And then I'm going to tell you why I believe this way. And I, for those who don't know me or who are new, I see some names of it, an RNVN. I don't know who you are. I'm sorry. But uh, thanks for coming on board of the podcast. I know Marilyn knows me, Joanne, Anna. Most of you know the stories. Um, there's a couple others uh, uh, that, are, that are in there. Lizzie, it looks like. Uh, thanks for coming. But my, 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 my beliefs i had started the story of my, of my of my religious beliefs is that i was a was a my parents were quakers it's a long story there there one side was 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 jewish once a uh, russian jew or ukrainian jew the other side was italian catholic so they couldn't they couldn't have pick one one or the other they couldn't pick a religion so they said let's we're gonna become quakers because nobody can argue about that and it was true it worked out very well and i and for, for the longest time i liked it they're a really weird group you know, silence and, until, you know, the God brings you up to speak. And there is a, a someone who controls it, uh, not a minister, but a person that, that's in charge that that if nobody speaks, they bring up a topic. And then the topic goes around because other people have the same kind of issues. But anyway, my dad died. They kind of helped us out a bit. And then my mom passed away. And we were young. We were very young when, when my mom died. And I, I was really, I was in mourning. I was, it was a serious problem. I, it was me and my, me and my sister at this point. And my sister was, we weren't as close as we were later in life. She still supported me, but she was actually living elsewhere and she was going to college and things. And I was in a very bad state. So for a year, I didn't go, I didn't go to the meeting. I used to always help out. I used to go and rake the leaves and clean up everything. But I didn't go for a year. After a year, I got a letter in the mail. From the Quaker Church, from the Philadelphia Friends Society, Society of Friends. Dear Mr. Schechter, 
You're not a Quaker anymore. You didn't pay your tithe. Have a nice day. That's pretty much what it said. They threw me out. Didn't knock on the door once. Didn't say, hey, hey, are you okay? Why haven't you been in church? You know, what would Jesus do? Jesus sure as heck wouldn't do that. Thank you, Rohan, for coming in. Jesus wouldn't do that. So I said, the heck with him. Started doing some research. I had a period when I was lost about eight years, rambling from church to church, rambling into satanic cults and witchcraft and all kinds of other crazy things. A lot of my belief comes out of the, the comp compilation of these things, the Muslim uh, mosques, the Buddhists. I, I mean, I went to everything. I sat in with them. I, even a group of Native Americans went to one of their powwows and, and, and learned their religious beliefs. And I said, you know what? If I compile the best of all these and, and, and use the Bible as the basis, because I believe the Bible is the word, I believe it's been corrupted because there's a lot of contradiction in the Bible. You've got to read through it. There are certain principles you don't want to ever go against, obviously. You've got the Ten Commandments and that sort of thing. Ah, everybody has sin too. But I said, you know what? I'm going to create my own church based on reality, based on the reality of things, based on people, the loving kindness of people. It's a, a Christian church based on Genesis rather than Matthew. Call it modern day Christian fellowship. And now it's not modern day because we support, you know, all kinds of other uh, off the wall things that the, the woke generation supports these days. No, I don't do that. But it supports people, your average person, your average beliefs and the average sinner, because a lot of people are sinners. And come in, come, come, come to my church and 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 redeem your sins and learn about them. But you you ultimately are in charge. See what the my church believes that the individual is in charge of their destiny. The individual is God's creation. It's the hand of God. What what you are as an individual is a piece of the ether of the ether, the, the piece of, of of God. This is where I'm going to get into my my beliefs. And it's an interesting thing. It's a food for thought for you, but I, I'm going to tell you why I believe in it too. Right after our commercial inter interlude here, because I do have to pay for the podcast. So I'm going to just a real quick break real, to introduce it. For those of you who haven't been on the podcast, one of our biggest sponsors is uh, MyPillow and Mike Lindell. Uh, MyPillow at MyPillow.com has great products, not just pillows. Not only do they have things like uh, uh, shoe, uh, shoes and slippers and, and bathrobes, they also have coffee that they sell, believe it or not. You won't know unless you go there. So the quickest thing to do is go to MyPillow.com, check out the deals, and you can use uh, the, the keyword, the, the promo code ETERNAL. That's the promo code ETERNAL when you check out at MyPillow.com, or you can call 800 795 Five five nine nine three. Please do support our sponsors, and especially Mike. He's a hardworking individual working for the patriotic, uh, the patriots of America. All right, thank you for that. So, my whole thought pattern started when I was born. Now, I, you, you might call me crazy, but I, I I remember this, and this is not a dream. This is not a mirage or something that is made up out of a ch child's imagination. Because I remember I was still in a crib, could hardly think even at that time. Gobbledygook and, and, and you know, looking around, I couldn't write, couldn't read. 
at the same time, and I don't remember what age it was, it's probably two or maybe two and a half or something like that. And I remember being two people at once. I remember actually dying in a past life. And I can tell you all about the past life. I'm not going to do it on this podcast, but I could tell you all the details. I remember how I died. I remember laying on a, on a table in a hospital, and looks like from the 1930s or 40s. I can remember seeing the light shine in my face and a flat line on the screen. And the doctor's pronouncing me. I remember going through the tunnel and, re and reliving my life. Now, the funny thing is, even though I relived my life, I can remember reliving it, but I can't remember all the details of that. Going through the tunnel, coming up and looking on top of my body, I was actually in my bedroom, looking at the, down on a crib, and then merging that soul with me as a baby. Now, I haven't been smoking anything, honestly, I promise. I remember it clear as day. It is reality for me. And as a, as a baby, it's not something you can dream up being an old man, you know, older man. I can, I can describe exactly what I look like. I mean, that's how, that's how real it was. I remember being two people at once. And what I'm wondering, a couple of things I'm wondering, I want, I, want, I want you folks to think about this because what I, what I'm thinking is that, you know, we're all part of God's reality. When we die, our soul, part of our soul leaves us. I don't think all of our memories, I think memories are stored in the brain. But part of those engrams, part of that who we are, and part of that what we did in our life passes on. It either passes on to the hand of God or it passes into another individual and becomes part of them. And now think about this because, you know, society, as we grew, as our numbers grew, society got smarter. We get smarter and smarter every day and, and quicker and quicker. We also get dumber, though. And I want you to think about this. If you got six, or almost 8 billion people in the world now. And you started out with, you know, Adam and Eve. And you, you see, you know, Adam and Eve, and the next one down the line, when you start with Cain and Abel, and you know, you're looking at that, all of a sudden you realize you've diluted that. They're new souls, so to speak. They don't have the history. They don't have the memories. They don't have the engrams from the past generations. Now think about this. You get smarter and smarter. Now, the population grew too rapidly because what happened is now we've got all these, I call them new souls. You wonder why people are crazy these days. You wonder why the kids act like chimpanzees. It's because they, they're a new soul. They don't know how to react. They don't know how to act. They don't have those engrams from the past other than from the genes of their parents. And that does transmit, the scientists have proven, that transmits some of memories and some things that you do but I believe that the spirit, I believe that we grow better and better every day. Anna says, mine acts like a cat. Yeah, like your cat, Binks, Anna. I don't even want to talk. I don't want to go there. But <laughs> we'll have to go talk about that story one day. But anyway, um, when you look at it, it kind of makes sense that, you know, each generation gets smarter. Yet, if you get too many people, too many more people born, then there are old spirits to populate them. You're going to have a lot of immature souls, which is what we're seeing today. I mean, it kind of makes sense. But when you talk about God and we talk about Jesus, see, I don't pray to Jesus. I very rarely use the word. I used the word Jesus on Friday night because it was Jesus's day when I needed to be healed. But you don't pray to idols. 
the Catholics pray to Mother Mary, just a golden God, you know, and Jesus, Jesus came, was God coming down on earth. It's God incarnate coming to save us. Why do we pray to Jesus? Well, we should pray to God and use Jesus salvation. Jesus is the salvation of God. It's not saying that, you, that, that he's irrelevant. I mean, that but Jesus is the one that saved, you know, took away all the old sins and saved us. But there are, there are a lot of, most of the religions these days use Jesus as the icon for God. And it's, Jesus is not, it's a whole different, whole different picture. So that's why my, I, I, I believe in, in the Genesis and, and the Old Testament with, you know, Jesus coming down to save it. Jesus is just God. That's why, that's why Jesus was resurrected and vanished from the tomb because he wasn't really there. He was a part of the universe that was created by him, by the hand of God. And I'm going to extend that a little bit farther and say that we are all a piece of that hand of God. The hand of God is all of the creation. It's all of the existence, which is the energy of the universe. You know, I want you to think about this. You talk about the matrix as a great example. Um, talk about the matrix. I, I, uh, I missed a whole bunch there, but hopefully, uh, yeah, I didn't have such a good Easter weekend, unfortunately. Uh, Eric, uh, we're talking about my sister's passing, and that's what this show is dedicated to tonight. She died at 4.44 a.m. this morning. So uh, you might want to re-listen to the beginning because it's a really good show. We're talking about God and, and God and, the, and creation tonight. And Eric just jo joined for those who didn't notice. Um, and thank you, Eric. So my belief and the, the belief I preach, and I am an ordained minister for those who don't know. And my, my belief is that we are all a piece of that, of God. And what God is, is all existence. God is not a human being. God is not a... Uh, an individual. God is God. God is here. He's there. The past, the present, the future, the Alpha, the Omega, etc. That's pretty deep thought right there. When you're everything and everywhere, what that's saying is that we are all part of God. It's like you take a scoopful of the universe and, and you make a person out of it. Think about how people grow. I and mean, I think about, I mean, I've, I've thought about when I was a kid, I used to think about trees. Tree grows out of the ground. But yet there isn't a big gaping hole in the ground when you're when when the tree has grown. How does the tree become a tree? You're talking tons and tons and tons. You'd think there would be a huge hole around that tree, would you not? Again, you realize that even though that thing weighs many, many tons, and we weigh a couple hundred pounds as individuals. I would have said a hundred pounds or so, but then times have changed <laughs> but you know it's kind of interesting because as a scientist i'm also a scientist and an engineer as a scientist and an engineer i can tell you that we as human beings the those trees as trees your buildings your your bricks everything that everything is made of is, is virtually non-existent again think think matrix Literally, you've got neutrinos, for instance, that pass right through us, tens of thousands of them every day, and we don't even know it because they pass right through us because we're not solid. We, are, we, are, we do not exist. We are figments of God's imagination. Thank you. Yeah, I already, I already, Eric just said that. That's exactly figments of our imagination. So I want you to think about that, that 
we there there's very little actual matter in the universe and nothing is actually solid because as you drill down you go down to the, to the cell cellular level then you go down to the molecular level and you go down to the atomic level and then the subatomic level we haven't reached the bottom of the particle levels there's no particles they're all you know an electron and a proton are all just energy that's rotating it's energy folks we're not solid we're God. We are. We are what we are. Part of God. We are the extension. We are essentially God's brain. We are. You know, everything that makes up God is us, which is why we can work miracles if we, if we, if we, you know, pray and and, and think hard about it. Created in His likeness, exactly. Eric says we were created in the likeness of God. He and him and her, we were all created in His likeness. We have that power within us. Yeah, and your free will. And here's the problem. Here's the real problem. We worry too much about the other person. It's like I tell people about even abortion. You got to stop abortion. No, you got to not have abortions. If you don't have abortion and you teach others not to have abortions and they agree with that, then eventually you get very few abortions. But you can't go and tell somebody else you can't have an abortion because that they're their own person. They're their own little universe. They're their own little piece of existence. And the Bible even tells us not to do that. We can proselytize. We can tell people about the religion. We can tell people about God, but it's not our place to change them. It's God's place to change them and the individual's place to change them because we each live in our own little universe. Now, don't you think about this? It may sound really cruel, but we live in our each in our and my sister. I talked with my sister about this too. And again, for those who came in late, this show is dedicated to my my sister Nina, who passed away 4:44 a.m. this morning. And and that I got into the whole thought of God because we had this great discussion before she passed away. And hopefully, she went away peacefully and loving God as she went. Because I told her, you better you better you better say you know help me God when you're going because you want to go to the right place. But each person, I want you to think seriously about this. You know, people ask me this question. I think I mentioned this in the show before. People always ask me about the universe. You know, we, we talk about the creation and we talk about, oh, it's either created or it's a big bang, a boom, we created out of dirt. I mean, who knows, right? And my answer, people, you, you know, I talk to scientists and scientists get, get a kick out of this idea too. Like I brought a lot of scientists to religion because of it. The question comes up, when did the universe begin? And if, it, if there was a beginning, what was before the beginning? When will the universe end? If there's an end, what's beyond the end? How big is the universe? And if you reach an end to the universe, what's beyond the end? Not a single scientist in the entire world, all their great knowledge can answer that question, yet they tell me that creation is not a good choice. And I tell them, you know, is the theory of in this entire universe came out of a bang with a little spot the size of a pinhead and boom, all of a sudden the universe was here. Is that more believable or that God created? Don't have an answer for that. Next thing you know, I got him in my church. We're reading Genesis. That's why I like Genesis because Genesis tells you how it was created. Could tell you another interesting thing about Genesis. Genesis is, it relates to my belief in the individual universe. You know, they call it multiverses and all the things they're talking about these days. And I think it's kind of true. I want you to think about this. 
human lifespan is less than 100 years in general, give or take. So ask that individual, or ask any individual, when did, when was everything created? When was the universe created? Can anybody answer that question? When was the universe created? I have the answer. I could tell you when it's going to end, too. The universe, the entire universe, everything that exists began the very day that you were born. And that universe will end the day you die. I want you to think hard about that. It's got a lot of ramifications to that. Because what is it if you're not here? You live in your own little universe. Now, I'll be danged. It doesn't matter what happens when you die. Everybody wants to prepare for the future. But guess what? Your universe is done. It's up to the new universe to take over. Because there is no existence without your soul, without your body, without your, without your creation. It's, you're created when you're born. And if you follow the Bible, the seven days of creation, and you follow, you follow Revelation to the end, it's like death to birth, birth to death, if you think about it. For those who read the Bible, I'd like you to take a look back at it and give some thought to Genesis, Genesis through Revelations and consider it from birth to death. It's a path from birth to death. And that's what my what my religion is based on. That's what my uh, uh, church is based on, basically. And the belief is that if you make per, make yourself perfect in God's image, if you act, if you do for yourself what makes you best, and don't worry so much about what the other person is doing, The world would be a whole better place. And Eric, you missed the beginning of the show. Eric is talking about believing in an afterlife. You, you totally. We'll have to get an offline this because, or you can watch the beginning, or you can listen to the beginning of the podcast because we discussed the, that. Yes, about the about the afterlife. We discussed that at the beginning, Eric. Basically, I, that's part of my theory is that when you die, part of you, not all of you, but part of you, goes to another place or perhaps to another existence in another human as part of there because it happened to me. And you'll have to listen to the beginning of the podcast. I can't go over the show again. I apologize. But please, please skim back to the beginning when, after it posts tonight, probably in about a half an hour. You definitely got to listen to it because I answered your question at the beginning of the podcast. So very important. My, my podcast go through a whole story, right? So it's reincarnation. And you got to listen to the beginning, Eric, because that's what happened to me when I was born. I'll just probably re reiterate the beginning because a couple people came in late. But basically, when I was about two years old, I was in a crib. And I was, you know, wah, wah, couldn't talk, couldn't see, couldn't think, couldn't anything, right? Couldn't write. And then, and then you're the, um, I also was in, a, I remember being in a past life where I died. And I remember, I remember who I was, what I looked like and everything being on a, on a table laying out and actually dying and going through the, the tunnel with all the, the uh, you know, the, with all the, my, my life going before my eyes and everything. And then showing up in my bedroom. I remember I was like on the ceiling looking down at, the, at little me in the crib. And then I sucked myself into there. So I'm two people in one. And I believe that that's part of the reason, again, Eric, because you missed the beginning, is why people are getting so, I call them dumb or, or so much like chimpanzees these days. Because 
there's too many people being born and they're all new souls. They don't have the history of the old souls. I'm not going to go any further because I want to bore everybody else that's on the podcast. If you want, you can listen to the podcast from the beginning if you like. It's really a well worth, very worthwhile. All right. So that's my lesson for the day. Modern age Christian fellowship is my ministry. And for those who came in late, I am an ordained minister. I've been had a ministry for quite a while. I try to bring people back into the fold, particularly particularly um, uh, firefighters and, and uh, uh, fire uh, and police and, and that sort of thing. And, and also also scientists in particular, people that did the true disbelievers. I said, if you ever have a disbeliever, if you ever have somebody that believes in the science, then just ask them a question. Look, I, I, again, I'm going to I'm going to reiterate because this is so important. The big question, if you want to if you want to ever get a scientist and, and get them back to God, all you need to do is ask them a the quick question. Hey, look, you say the Big Bang created everything. I say God created it. So I'm going to ask you a question. When did the universe begin? When's it going to end? How big is the universe? And if it's got an end to the universe, what's beyond the end? Not one scientist on the entire planet today can answer those questions, yet they can tell you scientifically that we were, we came out of, we were created from dust that was created in a big bang, that bang, boom, and all this, you know, little tiny pinhole of atomic mass came out and created the entire universe. Yeah, I'm going to believe that, right? So there you go. Eric, you got to listen to the beginning of the podcast because you missed the best part. God bless America. God bless my dear sister that my God may take care of her in heaven. Everybody, please pray for her and may everybody stay safe until next week, Thursday, same time, same podcast, 10 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. All right. God bless. God willing, we'll be here. Yes, absolutely. God bless. And I will. Oh, before I, pa- I leave, I will note that there that my I need to. I'm going to need to bury my dear sister one of these days. It may end up on a Thursday night. If it does, you might see hear silence on a podcast, unfortunately, because that she comes first. God bless you all. We will hopefully see you next week. Take care, everybody. Good night, everybody. See you next week.